Hello, and welcome to Amrod Expressions, where you use words to pause the jam that is in your mind. I'm your host, Jair Amrod Amir, and today I'm joined by... It's always good to be back here, man. Love the show. Uh, Follow me on Twitter, VCAM2016. And me, Michelangelo Hayes, a.k.a. Maurice Valentino. You can, um, you know, search valentinosworkshop.com or follow me on Instagram at Maurice Valentino. Okay. Definitely check those two of them out. Um, follow them, interact with them, uh, and definitely uh, support uh, O's business. It's on that grind, Black History oh, Month for Black creators. Um, entrepreneurs especially uh we always want that type of time but especially during black history month anyway uh <laughs> uh moving on to the topic for today uh, today we're going to be discussing uh something that came up during my last recording i'm not sure if it's going to be out by the time I, actually this is definitely going to come out after like anyway uh something that came up during my last recording was uh, a whole thing for a sort of Hip hop hall of fame, like you know how uh, the Rock has his hall of fame in like uh, Cleveland. If they were to create a hall of fame for hip hop slash rap, uh, who would be in it? Uh, and this is for including like producers, mm-hmm. artists, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, I don't have very many questions for today because I feel like we're gonna have a lot of like back and forth discussing like who we think should be in there, but. What do you think is needed for an artist to be considered a Hall of Famer in rap particularly, or hip hop particularly? Like, what do you now? I know people artists? talk about like hard sales Sorry. is like a thing. Like, oh, this person got this much sales, which is important as well. Um, but in terms of like the art form of rap, hip hop is rap is something you do. Hip hop is something you live. Rap is the art form. Hip hop is the culture, as KRS One <laughs> said, you know, back in the '80s and everything. Um, but um, rap, rap is the art form. So when we talk about like sales and everything, anybody could sell, but not everybody could rap. You know, and not everybody could rap can sell good. So sometimes the dichotomy with that. So you're judging by all the time, not just talk about sales, talk about their actual lyricism, their attention to the craft. And last thing I would say is about impact and influence. Yes, sir. And this, and even with influence and everything, who are their mentees? Whose people emulated their style? was their style emulated through generations and generations. Um, so we, I loved how I thought this was going to be about rap artists and everything. I don't know how deep it was going to take it because we get into to producers and then also like, you know, when we get into like people who kind of like were curators of the culture, those are also categories. So going on that topic, I know a lot of people would say Kanye because of his influence, of course, of his course. rap and his sales. That's an obvious choice. But also um, one people that, uh, one obvious choice, the first choice I want to talk about was just Lil Wayne because he was a perfect mm-hmm. example of that, you know? Yeah. Um, one of the top-selling hip-hop albums of our time, the Carter Three, even though people, you know, the Carter Two is people's the people's champ in terms of rap. Um, he's <laughs> And he, he can rap his, excuse my language, he can rap his ass off, like, you know, for yes, years. Sir. Like, people used to go to the lunch tables and memorize his freestyles. When Six Foot, <laughs> Seven Foot came out, you had even white people trying to memorize that, you know? He's on iconic beats. He could do Let the Beat Build. He can do any beat. He was getting on other people's beats on his no ceiling tapes. Mixtape. And you would think it was his song. And lastly, not just with sales and rapability, but without Lil Wayne, we don't get Drake and Nicki Minaj, which is a whole mm-hmm. different discussion. So that's the first thing I'll say in terms of the criterion. 
in my opinion. Hey, hey I just wanted to... Oh, so I'm understanding this correctly. So for you, it's not only the categories are like sales, influence, uh, skills on the mic, and or uh, uh, creativity in terms of mm-hmm. having their own distinct style, and then uh, also that's uh, it. That's it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Three thing. big things to keep it simple. There's so much more, but yeah. that's three things to keep it simple. So like the sales, sales are important. Influence on like who they inspire and who they bring yeah. into the game and then their skill. Yeah, my like, yes. so, well, let me um uh let Val an answer but then I have a follow up question in terms of how am I supposed to answer anything? I'll let how am I supposed to answer anything when this man just spit straight facts for fifteen minutes straight, bro. I ain't got nothing to add. He just went crazy, bro. I tend to nothing but a bro. Listen, my bad. <laughs> no, bro, you been crazy. It's not in my bad, bro. It's talking your. Bro, it's, I mean, excuse my language. It's talking your shit out here, bro. You just went. Crazy, appreciate bro. you, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah, though. So my criteria. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> I said I knew. Yeah, bro. But um, my only criteria really, I didn't have all the sales and the lyrical ability. I was just thinking mostly of. Impact and what they did for hip hop when they were here. Um, I was kind of, kind of getting shaky on like who to add. I had some question marks. I kind of made like a little list. I didn't like make a list for like the big names, like the Kanye's, like the Lil Wayne's, like the Jay-Z's and stuff. I wanted to find some more like underrated people because, like you said, mm-hmm. this came this came up the last time when we was doing the um we was doing the unpopular opinions. And so he was like Big Sean, how he was kind of like a under like would he make the Hall of Fame? We agreed that he would make the Hall of Fame. So I was thinking of people just like. Would they make the Hall of Fame? You really got to think on their career and what they did and then be like judging from there. So that's what I kind of had. But like for me, it's just their impact on the culture that they had, um, how long their impact lasted. Like, is it still lasting to this day? Did they have that quick flash in the pan? That's... Yeah, yeah I was, was going to say longevity because it's a moment where like you could have a moment where you were like the top gun, but like did were you able to adapt? And or was your style so uh, where other people emulate creative that you were able to like because like a lot of people like there's depending on the person you could say mm-hmm. oh they were they were that guy like Anthony Hinton, 1991 yeah. 1992 he was that guy but his career didn't really last that long in terms of him being on top and him being influential I would probably put MC Hammer in there just for like. Just for the fact that he uh, was one of the three first few acts that put hip hop exactly uh, into the uh, mainstream. That's a big rhyme, um, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's a difference between the hammer type where you had that moment and like someone who's been in the game all the time. They may not be at the activity top, but they're they're known and they're respected for a while. Like like a like a big time. He may not be like the the best artist when you think of the generation things he came up with, but he's he's definitely put in his put his bones in the game. Uh, he's had the commercial success, mm-hmm. he's had pop critical success. Uh, I'll share in terms of like influence people who have been influenced by Big Sean. Like I, I'm not really sure there's a lot of people that rap like Big Sean, right? But that's not necessarily a bad um, thing. Big Sean's um, impact being, was more um, the Detroit um, uh, resurgence because, like, for Detroit, you had, like, mm-hmm. the Eminem and the Royce the Five Nines that was kind of, like, mm-hmm. leaving, and they were, like, far yeah. away. Like, nobody was touching them, and, like, 
It was not. Yeah, there's a lot of people that came up from the Detroit exactly. Astros, like Dave Lowe, Sada Baby, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Uh, BSB, Pac-Man. The, the Detroit rap yeah. scene is very uh, vibrant. Can I just say something that, that's always bugging me? Why, why do a bunch of people from Detroit sound like Bay Area it's rappers? Just, like, that has always been... They have a distinct so flow, and it's they like, have, yeah, it's, it's like, exactly. yeah, they man, have, I wish I could do it. Like, some of them mofos sound like straight up, like they was, sound like they was like listening <laughs> to straight up too short in E40 all day. Mm-hmm. God damn. I mean, it's just, it's not a bad thing. It's just so, it's such a distinct thing where it's like, why do you guys sound so similar? These two very different. Yeah, musicals. yeah. It's just like, it's, I mean? their cadence is like irregular. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. Like, no offense. I love Detroit and what they did, and shout out to Detroit. Shout mm-hmm. out to even Big Sean for putting the D on his back. You know, mm-hmm. like I wish that I hate the way that came out too. But <laughs> <laughs> I meant like thank you for putting Detroit on his back. You feel me? Yeah. And just like you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Listen, 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 listen. I'm saying thanks for uh, like he really like in terms of little Doug and all the people he brought up under him. Forty two. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his Doug. name. He brought all yeah. yeah, Doug. He got all these people, even like with T Grizzly doing his thing. It's just like I love Detroit and how hard they go. Yeah. But like I can't listen to yeah. a T Grizzly song to save yeah. my life. It was, it was hey, really bro. dope. I got uh, one T Grizzly song to... for you, bro. I got one. I got <laughs> I one, bro. Cypher. But it's just like that erratic rap pattern. You can't keep. It sounds yeah. like you said. Yeah, it sounds like what Ira said in terms of like that West Coast. So yeah. <laughs> like. It's very similar. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of dark. How similar they sound? How far they are are mm-hmm. away from each other? Like geographically, I believe they're like yeah, or so miles away from each other. It's just interesting. It's interesting. I'm not like saying one side like Jack the style from another. It's just interesting yeah. seeing how similar they sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not like all Detroit rappers sound like that. Like speaking of Big Sean, he has that uh song off. Detroit oh, too. Detroit people Friday Night Cypher, yeah. where you had like, was... I don't say all. He had a bunch of artists from Detroit on the song to like show out, and they all sound very distinct from each other, which is interesting. It's cool that Detroit has such a a very sound because it's, oh, it's been a music city for uh-huh. a long time, and we're getting into it, and even like. That's a continuation of black music and black history. Shout black history, mom, black history. Black people love us. Like, think about Motown. That's what, you know? Yeah, Motown. D, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's <laughs> a big influence history. on the records we sample. The, re- the records that we sample and even get into, that's why it's important when Ira was kind of posing the question, who consider all-time great? Like, with hip-hop and just black music in general, how do you carry on our legacy or how do you carry on just the sounds of our people through time. That's one thing that hip hop does, unlike any other genre. It samples and takes and whatever. And and that's the thing about um mm. that's the thing about black people in general, but especially hip hop. Yeah, uh, black music. Black music. But in general, we black people black people because we're disconnected mm-hmm. from our actual mm-hmm. cultural roots in Africa. We we hold on to the things that are our signifiers with a lot of uh, we hold on to these things very very closely to our hearts and we also remix them and we turn them into new things and we reapply yeah. them mm-hmm. for our current and- situation like uh, jazz jazz 
music when jazz music was new. They the blues, took like the, the instrumentations and like the beats and the rhythms and the percussions from like slave mm-hmm. the, the slave hymns and all these kinds of things. And like the, these are the kinds of things we, we're always we're constantly re, uh, reframing yeah. these things and, that, and cultural and, and, touch points. And like the Isley Brothers, the Isley Brothers. You know how much money they Marvin Gaye's estate too. Marvin Gaye's estate as well. Brothers, yeah, from everything from Tupac, mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye. You hear the Isley Brothers from everything from freaking R. Kelly with <laughs> R. Kelly. Jesus Christ, that man. man. <laughs> anyway, I from everything from R. Kelly being being on songs with uh, uh, Mr. Boss to like Tupac camp with yeah. the Isley Brothers. Lil Pace, not, but like you hear Isley all over the place. I mean, like we we constantly reframe these things. Like it could be something that we heard uh, when we were young. Like like West Indian music is brought into hip hop a lot because a lot of hip hop hip hop started in New York and New York has a large uh West Indian population and then there's large West Indian populations all reggae. over the place. So like reggae is brought in, uh all these other different like th- all these different genres from all over the place. You know what I mean? Like and then we hip hop has become a major influence on like black mm-hmm. communities in other parts of the world. Like the UK, they own offshoots of uh, hip hop, like the grind scene and the drill scene, which is well, directly well, related to the hip hop scene. Yeah. Uh, no, no, like, you're totally right because that sorry. goes into the next yeah. thing we're talking about who we put in our all time greats. And I know, like, no, like, I love how Bursa started a year ago and we're telling the stories. I feel like recently, only with the Ashanti and, um, you know, the Ashanti and uh, Keisha Colbell, they deviated from the original thing and telling original stories and talk, making it more about the music and our history and the oh, influence yeah. rather than just doing a ticket. And going back to your point, Ira, I think we're talking about the influence and the three criteria I heard about. And even though people may not like trap and everything of the sort, That's I think two innovators I really want to see in a versus I'm an old traditional hip hop. You guys know me. I just you heard me talking mm-hmm. about the history and stuff like that. But I can't not yeah, I can't knock the influence and the rap ability of some of these people and what they influence. And I think two hip hop greats in our not maybe in all time, we gotta consider like maybe the latter part of all time. But I would say Chief Key yes, and Future kind of deserve their flowers because the drill scene in Chicago, while the neo soul aquarium movement was going on with Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. No Name, and uh, Vic, and everything, you had the drill happening on the other side. And Chief Keith, when he was, he was, Man. he's my age, and homie came out with I Don't Like yes, at sir. like 16, <laughs> yo. 16 and then old. at 16 years old. And then, you know, he, whatchamacallit, he, he. It's weird, it's weird to think that Chief uh, Keith has been in the game since what? Like 2012, 20, yeah. 2012, 10, 2013 was when he started popping up. And that man's only, that man only about 26 years old. He's been in the game for a solid like decade almost at this point. Chief Keith, legendary. <laughs> He's in the Hall of Fame. Just want to put that out there. But it's funny future because like that was actually one of my unpopular opinions. Was about future being me. <laughs> I actually said that. Uh, so I didn't say he's me. I said he was overrated. Is it different? He has some genuinely good music. I will. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying. I feel like a lot of people don't really call him out on his worship. 
Like the the songs where he's just not no effort. Like they people really don't pay attention to that. And like he has a lot of that song. He has a lot of those songs. Like, that man, man puts that out like that was two albums a year, up, bro. Pretty much. That man has put out twenty twenty uh, projects How? out since twenty ten. Take a break, sir. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Hey, I, 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 I think I cut that. you off a little bit. Like, uh, that was... Man, Hip Hop Hall of Fame is going to include a lot of people, man. And then you add in the producers, you add in. I was uh, I was uh, thinking oh. on it because um, I wanted to. Uh-huh. Actually, uh, mm-hmm. let's go into like this follow up question I had. What do you think is the most important, like most important aspect? Um, like if you had to rank the aspects of what you think makes a Hall of Famer, which one do you think ranks the highest for you personally? Uh, <laughs> you guys not understand where I'm at? Hello? Can you guys hear me? To say, I, I think I'm going to say Drake. Like, Drake, they be talking about how he's the greatest and everything, but I don't think he's the best rapper, rapper. Like, so when I talk about, like, the, the list or the ranks, I just say rap's the biggest thing. Because my opinion, you got to rap. You got to be able to rap, rap circles around people. If you listen to him, you can recite a song word for word, you know? That's my type of thing. So for you, the, it's, it's the a technical, technical skill. skill. It's not the most important. I mean, it's not the most like everything counts. I say is the most important, and I know people get mad at me for that. Well, for for like technical skill, do you, does flow matter more, or does lyricism matter? No, it, it's it's all a like, part of the element. Like, does it need to be, it be the way he said it, or like the bar? Like, he has so many quotables, or she has well, so many Well, just because quotable is going to relate to different people, but there's a meticulousness with the English language that is intentional. Because, you know, excuse my language, you know, but it's like, you know, yeah, I'm light-skinned, but I'm still a dark yeah, nigga, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, people are like, oh, my God, just a quotable, that's a bar. I'm like, just because a quotable don't mean it good. You can have a bad quote or a quote that in the context of everything, how does it stay? But, like, what Kendrick Lamar, the lyric he said on All the Stars with SZA, he said, corrupt a man's heart with a gift. That's how you really know who you're dealing with, you know? Like, he's, those type of bars that really speak to your life and to speak to the context, like we just talked about with black music, they speak to the context of history. They speak to the context of your community. They speak to the context of what's going on and things now. You could look at a rap song and you could listen to it and, like, this is what was going through the minds of people at that time. It doesn't all have to be about, you know, you know, you don't have to be politically correct. It doesn't have to be super smart. A bar can be a bar, you know? But at the same time, like, if someone, like, off the top is really, like, prolific with their wording, I think that should put them in consideration. Like, they take this seriously to use those words intentionally, you know? In my opinion. Well, I, 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 I can get with you on that. I can't. I totally mm-hmm. understand that. Uh, how about you, Valdez? Is Mike Mike not working again? 
I'm going to move silent for a bit. Oh, man. I feel like his mic is probably not working. Like, he might be talking, but we can't hear him. Oh, man, that stinks. I was wondering. I was like, usually I hear him. I hear in the background, but it was a little quiet. But um, Yeah. He says um, he can hear us, but um, we can't hear him. Is he on the app? Because uh, it would be the app sometimes when you speak. Yeah. Sometimes if he, like, leaves, if he'll, like, like, Mr. Oh. He'll be back. Okay. Hello? There you go. Okay. Yeah, there we go. We can hear you now. Yeah, we can hear you now. He Sorry. was asking you what's the most important thing and kind of yeah. like the t- the three yeah, criteria so I was talking about. Uh, no, yeah, so what, yeah, so what I wanted to do was I wanted you. to answer and get mine, but I wanted to back <laughs> on what you were saying and um, just differentiate between saying mm-hmm. who your favorite and who you think is the greatest rappers of all time and putting them into the Hall of Fame. And so where rapability, where rapability mm-hmm. and technicality matters um, when you're ranking your own personal thing for Hall of Fame, I don't think that exactly in the Hall of Fame, I don't think that you have to be this like maestro of words. Like you don't have to be the uh, like you don't have to be this great lyricist. Yeah, you don't ha- you don't have to do that to be a Hall of Fame. Well, so what I think will be the most important thing is their mm-hmm. moment. Like whatever their moment was, like for Chief Keef, it was the creation of um of the drill trap music. For Lil Wayne, drill. it's the being mm-hmm. able to claim that you are the best rapper alive and nobody be able to challenge that for ten straight consecutive years. For um for Kanye West, it was the research for he started off as a producer. It was the resurgence of the like. The like gospel kind of um bringing the voices into hip hop, like bringing the pianos and stuff back into that. He was the person that brought that in for um for Jay Z. His moment was when he got to take over the game from like the Biggie, the J- the Tupacs, and all of them. When he when the game became his, like those moments, like what is your moment? And that's what I kind of feel feel like is the biggest criteria for getting into the Hall of Fame. And then for like somebody, yeah, yeah, your impact, yeah. So your impact. Definitely, definitely can rock with that. That means that means a lot. Because if you held on for yes. a moment for a long time, definitely got yeah to consider. That's literally yes, longevity in the moment, and that's something else. Which is why, like, kind of like when people talk about, even though trap is like from like two thousands. I went to the trap museum in Atlanta, but like you know, I just had to visit because that's an important part of hip hop. As we talk about from like mm-hmm. two thousand and five up to now, Gucci and Future, Whoa. those dudes have been in it for a long time, as well as Jeezy. And especially Gucci and Future have made a lot of st- cool still music. They've influenced. When you heard, uh, regardless of how people feel about her, you had Gucci on the track with Mulatto, and <laughs> he sounded fresh. I was like, wow, like this man just still sounds like he didn't lose it. And then Future, all these, they got a lot of steez from him, man. I remember I was listening on YouTube. My friend tried to play me a beat. It was some people from London, London Trap. And they was playing some stuff. And they was these white people going crazy over this music, man. And I was like, y'all got that from Future. That's nothing special. They listened to our beats. This white boy, all he did was recreate a Future-like beat. And these white people would be yes, packed bro. out, going crazy. I'm like, you know what, Straight yo? Eating it up. <laughs> right, bro. I mean, 
that's just uh, that's just life in general. But mm-hmm. that's they always got to take from the creators. Like, mm-hmm. like, be like that one guy was like, people of other cultures can never like join hip hop or something. But I'm just saying like, well, people who are not black can do the minimum, get can get their way into the into the culture. But um. Not to say there's not never been any contributions from people mm-hmm. who aren't black, like Cypress Hill, Eminem. Like there's all kinds of people who are uh, not black, who giving back to like, well, yeah. taken from the culture, but also giving back into the culture. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, white people in general take black culture do the. And and they said we did it. And then that's a big thing. When we started out, I'm going to be honest, when I talk about people of founders of hip-hop, I say black and brown folk and (laughs) then some white people, you know? No offense. Because they, because you know, they influenced a little bit, but it was like poor whites, not like the rich suburban ones that bump it and then go to their jobs and then show up in tiki torches, you know, later. Not those white folk, you know, like the ones that was actually in the mud up in Bronx, New York, okay? Along with uh, the Hispanics and Latinos and, you know, stuff like that. But mostly like we had the Latino culture, you know, and uh, Hispanic culture. They was doing the spray painting with us. They was getting trust. So, I, 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 you know, big pun, big pun, Fat Joe. Like, they're very essential. But it's just like, you know, I get what you're saying with that because that's totally true. Like, that's what they did with jazz. Who Look who's teaching jazz in the school now, you know? That's why I do what I do for a living. It's, it's white folk, and they try to act like they didn't demonize it, as our brother was saying earlier and everything, you know, about jazz and how it used to be. They, we took jazz. So it's crazy. Man. Yeah. I mean, they, they always like to hop on things when uh, it's cool. Speaking of hip-hop culture uh, and white people taking that shit and running with it, uh, you know, I flex, like when people take fly, yeah. slice a little bit out the eyebrow or they shave a little bit of the eyebrow. Uh, a few years ago, these fucking white people were trying to I forget what the hell they called it, but they they caught they they was doing that to the eyebrows and they was acting like that shit was brand new. Like, oh my god, look at this cool thing I just did! Like that shit ain't been in hip hop culture since like the eighties. <laughs> like I like this this just to get give uh, my listeners a sense of how old eyesights are. Uh, Big Daddy yeah, exactly. Kane had that shit. Big Daddy Kane up there in like nineteen uh-huh. nineteen eighty. That is like 30 years old plus. And, and, and that's it because, and also uh, we're talking about info. Let's go back. Like, uh, let me give another hip hop all great. I think uh, I want to say the, the first bridge between hip hop and commercialism, commercialism, I believe it should be yeah, uh, run DMC the with their Adidas and everything. There was a joke on the timeline today about people were selling crack for Adidas. That was people, I was our Jordans back then, you know, like, uh, you know, Adidas, the whole sweatsuits, like consumerism my and hip hop, like my I think they deserve a place. There was, they was the first yep. one to get a, a brand deal. They literally got a brand deal mm-hmm. from my Adidas. Mm-hmm. My Adidas paid that shit. Speaking of, uh, this is just for anyone who's like interested in like hip hop culture in general. But like recently, I watched this um, documentary series, mm-hmm. Hip Hop Evolution, on Netflix. Dope. I, there's about four seasons out right now. I'm, I'm hoping they come back for a fifth season because like they left off around like where they started around the early 2000s. I want to see how they cover like the more recent stuff. 
But um, it was t- there's literally an episode where they they were talking about the come up and like there was this part where uh, I believe it was uh, Run and like Run and uh, his brother uh, what's his name they're talking about how they're coming up and how like how influential Adidas were. They literally said so. like before Jordans and Nikes was really a thing. Adidas was a street. street. But anyway, um. So moving on to like the next question, we we sort of make, put out a few names, but um, what artists do you think are harder? Excuse me, what artists do you think are Hall of Famous? Like, what are some names that you believe should definitely be enshrined in can this Hall? Can I give a quick, can I give a quick list and I'm gonna jab off and then yeah. I'm gonna explain. I'll just say the name. Yeah, I'll put in mind and everything. This will be just yeah, artists yeah. in terms of artists. Um. Uh. Mm-hmm. It can also be producers okay. and all all kinds of uh, anyone okay. who's related to the culture. So, like uh, for instance, uh, what's his name? The guy, the guy who's known on the streets for like the streetwear. Dapper Dan, Harlem. Dapper Dan, yeah, right? Dan his name right now. The one who had. Sorry, you know I know my Dapper Dan. Yeah, Thank but, you. Um, let me let, right, let me go off then. Um, okay. Thank you. Cole uh, Herc, the guy who you know who did the first ever hip hop party, fifteen twenty seventh oh, yeah. Avenue. But, you know, the, the it, it, you got to get Cole Hurt, got it. Grandmaster got it. Flash, uh, yeah. you know, Africa Bambada, that get that out the way. Uh, Jay-Z, yeah. uh, Black Thought, uh, Kendrick, uh, Kanye, Queen Latifah, um, Lil' Kim, mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Drake, um, J. Cole, and, uh, Andre 3000, and Big Boy, um, uh, who I say... Next, uh, King Lo- King Los, Eminem, Rakim, and uh, uh, what's another one? Uh, we're uh, Basquiat in terms of the art scene, Fab Five Freddy. Um, uh, what's the next Basquiat. one? We have produced Jay Dilla. If we wouldn't have him today, we wouldn't have no lo fi, mm-hmm. you know, revolutionize that. Um, and if I'm being also the queen of hip hop hooks or the Maybe bridge between hip hop and R and B, Mary J. Blige. So that's kind of like a that's quick a nice list off right the top there. of my head. Thank you. Mm. That's a dope list. So I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of there's a lot of overlap between me and you on that in terms of that list. All right, so um, uh, I'll, I'll let Bob go first, and then I'll say why I had because um, my list that I wrote down were people that, like, you can debate if they're in the Hall of Fame or if they're not. So just some people off top. Um, he already gave, like, the Lil Wayne, the Drake, the Nicki Minaj. So I'm going to go with um, the Chief Keith, Chief Keith, Future. Um, I'm kind of going. Um, I want to go with Starlito or Don Tripp, one of them. But one of them has to be in there. I really want to say both, but I'm just I, – I accept just one of them being in there for the um, – for more of the down south Memphis type, um, oh, uh, Soldier Boy, um, for his like internet movement he gave, and it was one more that I had that I can't remember right now. That was just off the top. So yeah, those four though off the top, along with the list that he gave, are definitely in the Hall of Fame. And then I got more to talk about when we kind of debate like who you think is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, um, so for me, uh, 
I, there's a few names that I definitely missed. This is why I have you guys on here. You got to have different perspectives. But for the list that I wrote down as like just a few people that I thought shouldn't make it off the top, the Sugar Hill Gang, which was like the first group that like had a commercial hit, Slick Rick, Run DMC, you got to be in there, the BC Boys, Lil Wayne, yeah, Ray, I was, I was Big Pun, Tupac, was, Biggie. How, That's how obvious, bro. Some things don't need to be said because it's obvious. <laughs> is it? Because Biggie's my favorite rapper of all time. Go ahead. Go I ahead. Mean, go ahead. Go ahead. It, it's obvious. <laughs> I mean, Mike, Mike, Mo, you got to think about this. You're though. right. You're correct. Hey, young cats out here listening. <laughs> Things ain't obvious. Like a lot of these young cats. You're right, bro. Okay. You're right. You're so doing right, bro. Because Biggie's People my favorite. I can go for days about hey. it, bro. He's the reason I put my criteria on, bro. You Bob. Go ahead, okay. Go ahead. Jay, mm-hmm. mm. oh, <laughs> oh, Kanye, Pharrell, Timberland, Missy Elliott, Paul Plus, yep. Wu Tang Clan, Buster Rhymes, Fifty Cent, N.W.A., Dr. Drake, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, D.M.X., Ludacris, Outkast, U.G.K., Three Six Mafia, Manny Fresh, No I.D., Jay Dilla, Big Daddy Kane, Nas, Eric B. and Rakim, The Game. Kendrick Lamar, Nelly, Bichon, Kid Cudi, Lil' Cam, Queen Latifah, Nicki Minaj, TLC, and Aaliyah. That was like the list I came up with. Off my, the top of my head. They're, they're definitely names I'm missing out on. My humblest apologies like for not only mentioning it, like document not Biggie and Pac, which is like mm-hmm. one thing I really feel bad about is Missy Elliott. Because every time you realize she's underrated, you realize she's even more underrated when that, when you realize yeah. how big Missy Elliott's genius is. Like, from her innovation to her music yeah. videos and her flow for women rappers, for plus-size women rappers, like oh, Shorty put on as a darker-skinned woman, she really put on, yo, and I really... Oh, legend. I, I, I apologize. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, bro. Bro, Lose Yourself is my favorite. No, not Lose Yourself, but uh, Lose, uh, what's the song? Lose Control. Lose Control is my favorite dance track of all time, bro. Oh, my God. Yes, bro. She, 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 she was raunchy. She could rap. She could rap. Dang, bro. I apologize, bro. Like, bro. Bro, she was... She was it. And she one and, and two she people. What about what about hip hop cinematographers in terms of like these beauty be like I'll say Hype Williams. Hype Williams and Colin oh, Tilly. Wow. Oh my god. Oh my god, yeah. Um there's there's a whole bunch of names. Uh, director X. Uh and then nowadays, like he's he's uh, very important in terms of like if you get a Cole Bennett video, that might oh, yes. pop off. Lyrical Lemonade like, is a joint, bro. You get a Cole Bennett four years video, now. you get yeah, four Lyrical years. Lemonade. Yeah. That might be... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's true. You can't forget the cinematographers. Uh, like, you, you put Spike Lee in there. Because, like, his mm-hmm. his film sort of helped popularize <laughs> hip-hop. Excuse me, popularize. I can't speak. Me and Sam speech impediment. Pop you rise. Uh, Hip hop music in general. Like, uh, what's the name? Goddamn, I'm forgetting, forgetting it right now. But the one where, uh, mm. something do right. 
Ah, crap. I'm, I'm blanking on the name right now. Along oh, Aaron Kojay, uh, bro. Right, yeah. Unfortunately, the guy with the boombox. Boombox for no, no, LLCJ, yeah, LLCJ uh, gotta be on the list. You mean my boys, Mike Lee? Do the right thing. God damn it. Yeah, not used to getting Spike Lee, but yeah, I know what you mean. Do the right thing. Spike Lee. Like, the movie makers, like John Singleton, he definitely probably gotta be in there too for Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Say hot something like all these movies. Uh, all good. F. Gary, F. Gary Gray, you know what I mean? Because the, the movies are probably the closest to a lot, lot of Then why are we talking about like Ice Cube then, bro? The uh, greatest blend between man, director slash movie writer and rapper, bro. Yeah. He said it. I mean, you <laughs> I mean, I mean, got, got me there. Touche, touche. <laughs> yes, but Ice then again, Cube. I didn't... Yeah, but Ice Cube, man. <laughs> Dang, so that means we got to include we include Flavor Flav too, then, ain't we? I mean, I didn't put him. Unfortunately, separate. because we're talking about we're talking about TV, bro. He got he gave us New York. He gave us Miss New York, bro. Yes, that's important to hip hop culture. That's important. Yes, bro. You know how many bars? You know how many bars have been used? I think that man was fucking. That man is fucking talented. Mm-hmm. Dang, man. Mm-hmm. That man knows how to play like 13 instruments. Self taught. Um, all right. Okay. So, so I can draw let's, some let's try and see like some names we, 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 we got. Uh, all right. So, first two, the first two I got uh, Roscoe Dash and Travis Porter. What are we thinking? Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. If Orlando and the booty shakes. Exactly. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that because Roscoe Dash and Travis Porter in that period, period between like not 2009 to like when they was making them track club bangers and strip club. Bangers. Exactly, exactly. Like you can't. You wasn't bumping no hands. Bro, they play that. What you call it? Uh, <laughs> throw that ass in a circle. <laughs> Fine. Like the tip off of like One Piece when the Django did that little thing on One Piece, like it snapped them into a different. <laughs> moment. So they lost their minds, and then, bro, that Travis Porter came on, throw it back, um, cake, all these like the way you this- do it. Come on, man, they, bro, that I must eat. They have yeah. lo- like, and that's make my- me bottle popping. That's gonna make me. Win. I would agree. They would definitely, if they're not like in stride as like a person, like, you know, like the football hall of fame has moments in stride. Like, like, <laughs> like the, the playbook that uh, they're used against the Bills. They club if they're not in stride. Like, so, what about Juvenile, who gave us the best, like, most important? Like, yeah. I, I would agree, though. I mean, like, <laughs> Yeah, bro. The most oh, hell yeah, <laughs> you listen to that. Everybody running Dang in the club, they know what time it is, bro. Any little John, yeah, you let John in the little <laughs> John. Where names we're forgetting is T Pain. How do we forget T Pain, hey, bro? So, um, here's the, about T-Pain. here's the thing about T Pain. I was gonna include him, but I didn't know if we was like because he had he had a oh, yeah, part, he, but he also had an R and B part, and so I was, he was one of the names that I was gonna be like, are we gonna debate it or not? So that's why I had him on my list, though. 
but that fusion is a Mary J. Blige, you know, like that's inset- yeah, that's important. So he was right to think about. I, I, I would include him, yeah, because like oh, yeah. to be yeah. honest, hip hop and uh, R and B are pretty much hand in hand nowadays. We've been like that for like the like Bobby, like Bobby Brown, Jack Swing, but like Jodeci and everything. Swing, it was I think here's here's one of my favorite things about hip hop. Hip hop, R and B go together like peanut butter and jelly. They yes, think sir. You know, they complete the combo. We they do. That's why I appreciate like, Mary J. Blige because yeah. on Jay's album, the first track is with her on the hook. <laughs> you can't. The hustle is a legendary track, and yep. she was on the hook for everybody, yo. And she had hip hop beats for her R and B. If there was no Mary J., I'm sorry to offend people. There was no Mary J. Blige. There's no Janine Nico. Mm-hmm. There's no like all these Summer Walker. Like there's no like infusing hip hop and R and B so if they didn't know if they didn't know about that, you need to offend them so they can learn. Because they need to learn. If they offended, they need to learn. All right. (laughs) And and even T Pain, like no offense. That's what made me sad when T Pain talked about like Travis Scott like ghosted him on sessions. I'm like, Travis Scott, you wouldn't be here today. If T (laughs) Exactly Auto Tune? Like Travis, that's you. That's your whole shit. Yeah. This is how you know people. Get the level too. He made Jay Z. Buzz crazy. That is off there too, and he can rap too if he wanted to. No, exactly. Yeah. By the way. By the way, T Pain doesn't even need all the things, bro. Like, and you've seen uh, you've seen like, Tiny they owe him a check, and they owe him, owe him yo. Mm-mm. He's on foot nowadays, just like making beats off. Like, and then he just be on that, yeah. Randomly, like, he'll throw a beat together through like Twitch and shit, and that's gonna be a banger. All right, I got another, I got another name. I got another name that he's in the hip hop cool, cool. I, okay. I just I just got okay, I wanted but, to put him on his list because I was like, uh, but hey, Pusha T, Pusha T is in the oh, hip hop hall of fame. Pusha T is in the hip hop hall of fame. Yeah. I would say he's in. And T, uh, I would say, and, yep. I would say he's in there both as a member of Clip and also as a solo artist. And not both, where he's him and Clip. They're in there, mm-hmm. and he also has his own type of thing mm-hmm. as a solo. Because he's been in the game. Like I said, longevity. Yeah, in the game. Like, like Virginia. Like, what? I'm not from Virginia. And there's certain regions. Like, that's why I like that y'all talked about Detroit. Yep. Because one beautiful thing about yeah. black people in every okay. urban area, we shine. And that Virginia hip-hop scene is crazy. Because you got Timbaland, Pharrell, Missy yep. Elliott. And you got clips in there as well. As There's not even people right. having <laughs> names. Alone to transform the way hip hop is, and like, it's funny you mentioned grinding because, like, the like got the the what's the word the Friday Night Cypher that I mentioned earlier. <laughs> most of that's built off of a sample of the clip, <laughs> the grinding beat. And it's crazy because they even say so and just clips in general. But like, continue, I feel sorry. like with rap is like he's a if the hip hop. We want to classify his place in hip hop, or even that there's nobody who could spit crack rhymes yes, like him and Freddie. Freddie when you yeah. I listen to a push, 
first, I feel like he's giving me a Harvard or a master class session on how to cook crap. He's telling me about the exam. I love, bro, he is, he's a master of crack. He's oh, wait, crack wait, wait, I just realized something. Mm-hmm, go ahead, go ahead. Listen. We completely forgot. He did We completely forgot a couple of people. Bad boys. Mm-hmm. P. P. Diddy, Mace. Does Mace say that? Mm-hmm. Oh, Does Mace? P. Diddy definitely yeah, is. Yeah. P. Diddy, <laughs> bad, like, late 90s, early 2000s, bad boys. Do they get in there? Like some messages, but also what you're thinking about too is what you would call it. We gotta talk about uh, you didn't take Dr. Dre yet, you know, and the West Coast. If if we, I did say Dr. J. This is why I felt bad when I I said I forgot. Without him, we don't the G Funk movement and then Snoop Dogg. Like no offense, people be talking about Tupac's Snoop and Nate Dogg. They were just a monster, and he, he found Eminem. He just found Dr. Dre. Ain't no Eminem. Yes, sir. There ain't no Snoop, like, bro. Like Dr. Dre, like in terms of what, it, like beyond the whatever's going on in his life, like and how old, even if he didn't release like <laughs> uh, detox and all these other things, and his personal life, when he put on for his beats, it was so innovative. NWA, like he's a powerhouse. Even his mentorship of Kendrick Lamar, like mm-hmm. Dr. Dre. His hip hop influence is he matches those categories we be talking about, so he's important too, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of names that definitely deserve to be on there. Two Live Crew probably probably put Two Live Crew on there, and just just mm-hmm. for the sheer mm-hmm. uh, strip club banger slash just simply foul foul lyrics. Like and you know they got tried by the actual saying, like in the courts. Emery Lucas. Like uh, rappers nowadays would not be able to say any of the shit that they yep. say now without that. Yeah. that um, what's the word? Court case setting the precedent for free speech. So mm-hmm. in terms of like. Uh, hip hop culture, but culture in general, like they said, and then just, uh, I think we talked, so we got also got to talk about in terms of info. Like, I love how people we mentioned Soldier Boy. I'm glad that dialogue came about two years ago when he got on that interview. Uh-huh. But about the soldier pioneering social media and with hip hop and being one of the first with that, yeah, yes, sir, right. Oh no, he was a he was a genius in terms of like <laughs> maneuvering social media stuff. Because like without Soulja yep. Boy, we had no Lil Nas X. That man took his entire playbook straight from Soldier Boy, and I fuck with it. I respect it. Cause like I remember a few literally like before that song really popped off. Like I was like following him a few. Like I had a conversation with him. Like oh. I saw that he made a meme video of like, guys, remember the video of the guy, Cowboy dancing to the song? He's like, oh, what song is this? He's like, yeah, this is my song. And threw up like a SoundCloud with it. Like, this was like literally like two or three months before the song really hit. I was like, oh, dope. And like, and then you see he was able to maneuver, knowing that internet mm-hmm. culture and how it works, he was able to maneuver his way into being the, one of the biggest artists of all time. And I fuck with it. I like how to see the democratization of music where you don't really need to be like 
a label guy, you can if you make a banger of a song and you know how to market yeah, yourself. And um, well, speaking of that, don't you can literally label. become the biggest um, in the world. That we forgot to mention. The and it world. hurt to mention them because, like, bro, recency bias hurts so bad. But Chance the Rapper is definitely in the Hall of Fame. I said, I said you said him. Chance? I said him, man. I can't mention Chicago without Chance, bro. Oh, yeah, I got Tech 9 on my list, too. Oh, I got Tech 9 on my list. I put Tech 9 on my list. Yeah, no, Tech 9 is on my list. Like, he's actually on the list. I was going to bring him. Yeah, I mention Tech 9. Tech Nina. Yes. I know you say um, Chance, though. Yeah, but yeah. The verbal machine gun, Tech Nina. <laughs> <laughs> Selling them out the back game. of his truck. Selling them out the truck. Made like ten million. No label here. <laughs> you know, no, we we didn't tap into yet. We didn't talk about because hip hop is like the elements. Like you got like, on, of yeah. course, we got the rap element. We got the produce. We got like you know the DJ, which is the modern producer mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then we the artist, and then we're forget about one big, the fourth one, which is breaking or dancing. We got to talk about the most hip-hop influential dances. Like, these dances are transformed. Not just Soulja Boy, that's what I'm trying to kill him. But, like, we had the jerk. The whole jerking yeah. as a thing in Kelly. Uh We had the Dougie. We had the lean back. We've had the... Uh, I remember when I was in the Yay, the Nene came mm-hmm. out. And, like... Uh, yeah. I got almost got kicked out the party because I was with this Dude, one girl that touched me. Roll. That got crazy. <laughs> but that like those type of dances, like Yes, sir. <laughs> but Doodle hey, Brown, um, speaking of two love yeah. group. Doodle Brown. Doodle Brown. <laughs> that was my shit. But like, man, the uh like I said, kid and play, like the dance they um, do, bro. It's just like there was a whole I did that in when we went crazy, I did that. It was so enamored, yes, and I was like, classic from where we come from. And then, like, you know, they like even like a lot of hip hop dance has been translated. Like, you know, like even when the Millie Rock came out, it seems like eons ago. When the Millie Rock came out, everybody was mm-hmm. doing that. You feel me? And on any, start, block. <laughs> on any block, <laughs> Millie Rock, when they came out, I remember people was having Millie Rock, really serious. Like it's just like our hip hop is transcendent with his dances, his music, his fashion, yeah. whatever. And I would say the I would say like the jerk people invent the jerk movement is going past my um you know is going past my maybe the jerk boys I don't know I'm definitely butchering. I would forget the name, yo. What were they called? What were they called? The name. The name. It was teaching how to dug you. It was teaching how to dug the jerk. Yeah. The new boys. Uh, well, I'm the new boys. I'm a jerk. Jer- so jer- the new boys. It's the new boys. They disbanded. The new boys. They boy. talk that's... about the moment, like crazy. Um, them soldier. Um, you know who else? Who else really pardoned? Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm going through stuff now, but Salento. You know, like. Uh, I <laughs> down bad is bro. That Ooh. boy is that man is down bad. He's over with mom. But I couldn't tell that, little like, kids shit for at least three years in that song. Like, no, like watch, watch hey, hey, bro. Every function, black parents be like, do that little dance, and they be playing I his song. Bro. That boy. <laughs> 
Christian guy, man. It's terrible. He had a moment. Yeah. And, um, Cameron was doing his dances, bro. So hip hop dances, bro. We gotta is, get yeah, credit. That is, that is, that's definitely important. In... But the hammer yeah, fans, bro. The hammer fans are still a fashion. Yeah, hammer. You gotta, yes, gotta get credit bro. to hammer. Statement, bro. Uh, um, Tupac when he had his little bandanas and people started doing, bro. It was the thug life and everything, the style, man. Um, also in terms of fat, I want to talk about fashion. Talk about Dapper Dan, but I want to talk about like Cam. Killer yep. Cam, you feel me? Boy Cameron, you feel me? He did the pink. He did everybody the, was trying yeah. to do pink from then on, you know? Pink fur and stuff like that. That was a moment. But it's like he just he just really showed what it could be. Even Kanye, Kanye too. Kanye didn't have to be all blinged up. Yeah, with the polo. The he didn't have polo. to be all blinged up. He was showing a regular dude or a backpacker, just mm-hmm. like and then also with other pop how it transformed the things, but like freaking Lupe with skateboarding. Bro, hip hop and skateboard—that's another. Yep. You know, that's like peanut butter um, and chocolate. <laughs> like that joint was—that is hard right there. So, all the genres we got into because of hip hop and all these really like pioneers—you could we could go on for hours listening, to, man. This has actually been like because you we can we can say and I know why like, people listen to us and they deserve to, get, but we forgot some people. You know? Okay. Yeah, we're always gonna yeah. forget people, okay. bro. We're so, always gonna forget. I still haven't even gotten the hell. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, continue. I'm just saying? trying to enjoy the move. I ain't, I ain't trying to just like throw off the vibe of the conversation yeah. that we have because the conversation. Mm-hmm. We we won't be here all night. Like a comprehensive list, but like moving on to like. Hey, a, I got two names for this. Or some current <laughs> comic artists that so, you think will eventually be in the hall or should. Sadly, like like exactly, and that's what I was saying. Sadly, I don't Pop think so. Mainly because his he, short he a short career. Fifty Cent had his career, and then Pop Smoke came back with that career, and it just didn't last long enough. If from like from Pop Smoke's last album, though, if we would have had more of that, and he would have just kept improving like that, like his growth was an exponential growth, but it just wasn't enough. And, and it's gonna, and, it, and I, I'm not even gonna, because people are gonna hear this and gonna be like, "Yo, how could you disrespect oh, him no and everything?" Like, I think, yeah, yeah. And it's like Butch McCall is not, but also we talk about this word too. When we consider these hip hop artists, we gotta talk about recency mm-hmm. bias. You know, like it's crazy because I believe it was almost about one year ago of his passing. I remember where I was, man. It's like, oh, he just thought it was one year ago, bro. It was really crazy. He really think. I I literally remember where I was where I was at because this is a crazy story, but like literally the night he died, round round about a year ago, uh the li- last mm. thing I listened to before I went to bed, the last thing I watched was a video of him, like I saw the Dior video. That was literally the last thing I watched. Like the last tweet I saw before I went to bed was him singing about like mm. someone like did like a TikTok dance or something. With him, like one of his songs, he was commenting about it. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I went to sleep, and I woke up about five hours later. I went to sleep at like two in the morning. Woke up at like seven o'clock. I was like, "Let me check Twitter," and the man was gone. Mm-hmm. It was fucking insane. And that clip, mm, like twenty that years old. So hard, it was like I'm Shit. literally and he's younger than me. It was like, damn, that shit's crazy. Like that man, that man is from like the same thing. City as me, and like, like I cut 
so soon and like all the coincidences of like literally he was the last thing I saw, the last it's just, person I, I was on it with. Yeah, like, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy because I want to comment on what you said, like uh because like no offense, but I talk about recent bias because like I just said it was not only one year ago, but he's influenced the grime scene and he's also influenced the way people make drill music here. But it's too soon to be like he's an all-time great. And it's messed up because people were gonna hate exactly. you for it. But a lot of it, like, a lot of it is because of this so close we were to his death, and we don't disrespect the dead in our community. And we also hype up a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. What am I talking about? It is, but it's very recent. I feel like he's all time. It's a little that's a little bit of a strill. Yeah. I mean I mean, what he said with the dead thing, it's it's both a, a crux and like it's a blessing and a curse because like mm-hmm. when you die young, you get to die yeah. out on top. Like you never have a period where you fall mm-hmm. off and you put off some trash shit. Like when you, people only get to listen to your dope shit. Like you you never have a period where you like five years, ten years down the line, you you hit that creative creative uh, rut and you're like, uh, yeah. like Eminem. Like, he had that creative rep between, like, what was it, recovery up until, like, recently, where he, people were like, what the hell is this trash, right? Like, he met, because he was in the game so long, he had that time to, like, eventually, you get tapped out. That same thing with Jay-Z. Like, now, Valden will vouch for me. I said this last time. I feel like Jay-Z had a rep for about seven years anything of real quality except for that one album he had with Kanye. Like the rest of this, the songs he put out during that time, in my opinion, was kind of dookie. <laughs> like kind of very uninspired, in my opinion. Like that does in my opinion. You can disagree, but like for around like after like the blueprint three, I believe. I get you. I get you. And people argue American Gangster and Mac Magna Carta, but at the same time, like there is a period we're going back to pop of like falling off. And when when Jay Z came out four and four, like he had a revamping, and people were just like raving. Can everybody listen to him? And it's like, yep, yep, right, yeah. He had an actual Mm -hmm. emotional attachment to the stuff he was talking about because. Beyonce Jackson the lemonade and he's like, ah shit. Mm-hmm. Damn. I, exactly. I, you can call me like, out on my bullshit. It's okay. I guess I gotta actually, you know, bro, that's the question is. I mean, I don't know why you would be on Beyonce. Ridiculous, but, man. Whatever. Ridiculous. I think oh you just cut off gosh, actually. Man. It I it can it, it will never make sense to me. It it just will never make <laughs> sense to me, bro. Like I think it's silly as well, man. I just, I just don't know. Anyway, but like, you know, as we're wrapping up, everything. There's so many grace we gotta consider. I know people may think this is off or whatnot, but I'm just saying my piece, saying it and everything. I listed the people off the top of my head. Had to list our mm-hmm. sisters for really doing within hip hop culture. Um, listen to designers, the dancers, the knowledge purveyors, yep. everybody. You know, as much we're gonna miss some, but I'm glad this for the conversation. Man. But uh, thank you. But who are some young hey. cats that you see on the way up or you think, hey, hey. oh, if they keep along this path, they have the potential to make I'll it say, in? I'll say the people that are still going now, that, and, they're, and they, they're, from, they're from the new school, which I count was like 2009, the mixtape era and the blog. 
I believe Drake, Kendrick, and Cole gotta be looked at as all time greats, and they should. I hope. I would. I would say. I would say. I would say the twenty early twenty ten class. I would say they probably already gotten a try. Because like if you lasted for like more than seven years, I feel like if you lasted for more than seven years and you still relevant, you probably you probably a Hall of Famer. Candidate, yeah, so I would say like from 2016, like some of the younger people, like, people like that, from 2016 and now, like more than digital age. Oh, so years, just, um, uh, yeah, I'll say Uzi, hey. Uzi is one of them, they gotta be like what you would call <laughs> he's already got yeah, a was, diamond hit oh, in 2017. Not only with a project, oh my god, with a dang head, oh. but in terms of the the young motherfucker, I think. <laughs> I saw one tweet. They said, I'm about to take the ghetto stone out there. Yeah, with nigga Uzi's head. Oh, my God. <laughs> the jokes are here today, but like, Uzi's oh, been in the conversation consistently for years. Hey, do and what he, I want. Do what I want was a. Yeah, no, no. I would agree with you. Do what I want. And then Russell Westbrook put it on a commercial. He's in Q's. One of y'all might not agree with. He's in Q's. Bro. Dangling, uh, 20, 20 more. Was it like uh, 20 minutes? Oh my god, bro, that song changed my life. Bro, this boy was on fire, bro. He still is like he questionable, bro. What he did to bro, he bagged JT, bro. Bro, this is still on fire. He's a goat, right? I'm sorry, he racking up Luffy, bro. He part of that new generation, and you got it. Bro, really, he got to say at the end of the day that yep. I, yeah, me and JT had something, and she was pressed over mm-hmm. JT, bro. The JT. Man, oh, you got to put some respect on my man's name, bro. That's it. Uh, yeah. Uzi, Uzi's my pick. I'll say Uzi at the very it's one, Bobby Schmurter. And the reason I say that is because he been locked up for so mm-hmm. long, and because what he did before he went, yeah, and for what he did before he went to jail, how he's still like a short spurt of music, and people were still bumping that, and still people were still talking about Bobby Schmurder, and they're just waiting on his release. People be counting down for his release. It was a countdown thing on Twitter when they thought that he was going to get released December of last year. Man, they had the countdowns, and like so, while he, while it seems like he hasn't, yeah, yeah, huh? he's still, he's still, like Bobby Schmurder yeah. sort of was like the the proto Brooklyn drill. Like he didn't really have like he didn't have like the, mm-hmm. the drill beat in terms of like the, the distinctive instrumentation and like that stuff. But like it was sort of like if you think about it, he was the one of the people who are making the drill now when they was like our age or no, they when they were about teenagers. Yeah. Now they're when they were teenagers they was listening to Barbara Smurder. And then they came out once they got the drill stuff and like uh I believe he yeah, went to jail after Bobby bitch, yeah. Shortly Starting at the yeah. Chicago drill was like starting to come up. He went to jail during that. Crazy because um, so yeah. he sort of laid the groundwork for that 
that that drill movement to to pop off that Brooklyn drill movement. To pop they look at him as the savior of modern New York rap. Yeah. Like, bro, it was crazy when he came hey, out with man. this with this money dance and everything, bro. Like, it, Michael, I yeah, hate to be really so egregious, but you know how our parents talk about with the Billy, like the moonwalk with Michael Jackson, how it was a world that a dance that lit the world on fire. I swear that the yes, money sir. dance Everybody set the world on fire, bro. It's like every bro. And you're right, because when you hear yeah. that, and it's crazy, because that was seven years ago. I remember I was in Atlanta. And we was at this thing called Olive Branch for new students at Morehouse, Spelman, and Clark. And he popped up. And he was just playing his song. And I didn't realize that that was his moment. Yeah. And he was about to be the biggest thing ever. And it's like, my generation, everything, yeah, still I talk about too. Like I, I'm, I, I am ashamed to say this, uh, but I was put on to this nigga heard about a white cop track kid. <laughs> <laughs> I said I, I should have my ears to the ground, but literally some white crackheads that I was cool with. They was like, "Oh, mm. you heard of this new song? Hot? Uh, I can't say the word because they was like, they was like, hot, hot. I can't say say the word. I'm luckily they blanked out the word when they singing it, but it, like I remember being in my <laughs> dorm and they be bumping that shit. There's two we on some hot shit, <laughs> fucking with the sexy thing, pop shit. Fucking jamming yeah, out, bro. Literally for months. Like, that's why I got Marcus always in college. Not already <laughs> in the Hall of Fame because I feel like he he's he's done a he's done like yeah. It's not like he ain't done a lot, but I don't want to say he's done a lot because he still got so much more that he can do. And when he get out, I'm just I'm just I'm excited to see what he's gonna have, what he's gonna bring. And so that's why mm-hmm. I say he's a future Hall of Famer. Mm. Yeah, man. What should we call it? Who else? Who else? I, I rock with those answers. Okay. So for me, yeah. uh, Meg The Stallion, Roddy Rich, and Lil Nas X are people I'm looking. I'm looking at seeing what where they're gonna go. That was his like, year. Lil Nas X. He owns twenty nineteen. Like that was his fucking year. And then my only Roddy problem, Rich, my only problem with Roddy uh, Rich, Rich twenty twenty. Like that was his year. <laughs> Yep. Like bubbling over with the two years, like 2019, she had a hot girl summer, and then 2020, she, had a she was doing features with everybody. The, she was the getting the Savage Challenge, and then she had a whole bunch of features with Beyonce. Yeah, yeah Beyonce. Beyonce. She was, she's um, like she's all, yeah. She had like, yeah. she had about five, six different. Um, my only problem with Roddy Rich is mm-hmm. Roddy Rich got to be more vocal. Like, um, Roddy Rich dropped. Mm-hmm. Very good music. Like his music is like relatable. It's catchy. It you it's listenable. I mean, it's pal- it's palatable. It's easy to listen to. Everything he do everything right. He just don't market enough for me, bro. Like, when is the last time you seen Roddy Rich talk, bro? I don't think I've ever seen a Roddy Rich interview. I'm not gonna lie to you. That man. That man named his but album. Look. Uh, social anxiety, and you expected him. He can't just disappear. Though. That's the problem. He's just disappeared. Like we don't see him ever. It's like, it's like Kawhi Leonard. Like you know the jokes about Kawhi Leonard when they be like, yeah, man, when Kawhi Leonard retired, we never gonna hear from him again. And that's how I feel like on Roddy Rich. Like this man is when you when you hear his music, when you see Kawhi play, these dudes are great. Like they are straight amazing at what they do. And do you really need to hear shit from Kawhi after he retires? That man got what three? 
I'll be here. Too. Yep. <laughs> two two uh, finals MVPs, and he's pretty much done. You don't really need to talk shit. Like he said, the board man get paid. He grabbed them boards, play good defense, he get paid. Mm-hmm. Roddy Rich puts out dope music, gets critical reviews, rocks to the greatest, and then he goes about his business. I say, I say lastly, the last person. Not everyone needs to be always in the. Mm-hmm. Not everyone always needs to be in the spotlight. We've seen how that spotlight can mm-hmm. blow up on your ass. Mm-hmm. Oh man. He 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 maneuvered that spotlight. I'm not gonna act like he didn't maneuver the spotlight. He he did maneuver the spotlight. But you got to you gotta be able to rein it in and know when to when it's too far. But. <laughs> Cause that man got into some shit where he was not prepared for it, and he knew, realized, oh shit, I'm in way too high and snitch. See, my thing is, I'm not, I'm not gonna condemn him for snitching in the sense that, oh my god, you all, oh my god, you gotta spend fifty thousand years in jail. Cause I'm gonna keep you mm-hmm. up. If I get in some, some some trouble, I'm singing right. like a goddamn bird. Right. Cause you're not. Well, well, I pre- right. on the other side. On the flip side of that, I'm not getting into situations where I know, oh, this is some wild shit. I might go to jail. I'm not putting myself in this situation. Oh, I'm a thing. And now I'm a thing like a bird. Now mm-hmm. I got a target on my back. Like, you got to know. Right. Gotta I appreciate balance. this convo, guys. It's been really, really good. I, I got to get ready to, you know, you know, uh, get ready to thing and everything. Uh, I've got ready. one more. Guys, want to still continue one. or, you know, you want to... Um. I do, man. No problem. Yeah, I'll see y'all later. I'm I appreciate gonna y'all. I'm going to follow you on Instagram and everything. You too. You too. Thank uh, you. Take it easy. All right. So my last name was a kind of um, comparison to Roddy Rich because Roddy Rich, when he dropped his music, you know, he thought he got it great. Um, but he don't. He don't much be on social media. He don't talk a lot. Somebody that does do that, and he doesn't. He's not just like straight on social media just constantly. But like he, he's he's active. You get to see him. Is Lil Baby, and Lil Baby is like, no, no, not the baby, no, 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 not the baby, no, no, no. He has to say the baby. He got to do something new <laughs> for him to be. Um, um, he got he got to give us something new, or uh, he just got to give us something else. He got to give us something else. That's what he got to do. But for Lil Baby. He is, he has what Roddy Rich has. He has the ear to the street. He is a, he uh, um he know about the gangster life. He know about all of this. He's uh, um he making business moves and he got the and he got the and he got the marketability too. So like he's palatable. People like to listen to his music. He got the we paid. He got um bigger picture. He got all of that. And he's also active. Like you get to see little baby. He be doing interviews. He got a YouTube channel where he be going shopping and stuff like. I can't relate to them. I can't relate to going into a jeweler store having them close the store down while I'm trying on a whole bunch of different jewelry. But I'd never be able to afford any of that a day of my life. That's a lie. I manifest it. I'm gonna be able to afford some of that a day of my life. You know what I'm saying? But um and he's like he's out there. You see little baby. He don't just disappear after he drops his music. But Roddy Rich, he kind of just like disappears when he drops his music. And that's why I think the difference with Roddy Rich and Lil Baby is. And that's why I got Lil Baby as one of as my last person that's a future Hall of Fame member. But like he's really he's really really solidified right now, but I guess you can give him a little longevity. Like he got to do it a little bit longer. But 
he definitely already there for me. Uh, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I fuck with, I fuck with Division. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you to Mo, even though we had to leave. You know, thank you. I appreciate you, you know, making the time for me. Um, I'm opening up the podcast to suggestions. So, if you have any topics or questions you want to hear me cover, uh, you can email me at jirelashleyctra at gmail.com. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at jlash20 or on Snap or Instagram at jirelash. So, you know, happy Black History um, Month. Is there anything else you want to say before uh, we end this? Happy Black History Month. Um, I, I, this was not intentional that I talked about this during Black History Month, but oh, Black History it kind of worked out yes, perfectly because like, hip-hop is an integral part of uh, Black History. All right, grab a good one. Peace. Uh, thank you, guys.